Hello, Ben. Oh, hello, Eva. Hi, how's it going? That's good. Good to talk nice to you talk. again. Nice to uh, talk to you again. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to do a discussion about empaths, correct? That's right. Good. Well, I'm I'm going to start it off asking you some questions, and I'll I'll. Uh, you know, I'll put my ideas into it too, but I know that this is um, very much a specialty area for you. So, well, I know you have a lot of expertise in this area as well, so I definitely hope you jump in. Yeah, I will for sure. So, um, so this is Ben Schwartz, and I'm talking to Dr. Eva Malinowski about empaths, and I think we want to talk some about how empaths, uh, what they are, and how they take care of themselves because uh, there's a lot to be said about that, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe I'll just kick it off with a question of um, how, what is an empath? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways you can think of what an empath is. One of the, key points I believe is someone that can really sense and pick up other people's energy uh-huh. and actually knows what another person is feeling mm. so it's someone that's very sensitive to energies in general and also this person I believe an empath has the ability to feel what the other person is feeling and have compassion compassion and understanding and an ability to help so you'll often find not always but you'll often find empaths in the healing professions right right anything you want to add to that um maybe just a few more questions because Mm -hmm. uh, i mean there's a lot of terms that people might think of as being synonymous with with empath but maybe they're not all and it could get complicated, so I don't want to, we don't have to go into depth analyzing all that. But, you know, I think of things like uh, psychic abilities or clairvoyance as one sort of offshoot of some of that. And then I think of like in the psychological mm-hmm. world, a term highly sensitive person, which mm-hmm. you know, identifies like 15 to 20 percent of the population that have this trait of some very specific mm-hmm. things to, where empathy, deep empathy is one of those four traits, um, but mm-hmm. it doesn't define all of it. It's also just sensitive to everything in the environment and uh, including other people's feelings and energy. So yeah, uh, and, just curious. And I kind of, <laughs> go ahead. I kind of see a highly sensitive, I see empaths as maybe a subset of highly sensitive people. Because I feel like a lot of highly sensitive people aren't necessarily, they're certainly feeling and experiencing a lot of things. However, they're not always really clear on that. They don't have that ability necessarily to, to understand, you know, I'm picking up somebody else's energy. I'm picking Mm -hmm. up what they're feeling, what they're going through. It can just be someone that has, you know, a lot of issues with food and their environment, and they may not feel good as a result of that. And empaths can experience that as well. But I feel like empaths are are a, a subspecialty of that group. Uh-huh. 
they have uh, they have more abilities i believe you know and, and like you said they may have some some psychic type abilities and um, special healing abilities mm-hmm. so i i feel like they're um a bit but different it sounds like it, it uh, specifically has more to do with the interpersonal realm and um picking up other people's emotions or energy or or emotions and that being a main function or or defining factor right Yes, I, I believe so. so. So could, and well, just tell me more. Uh, I don't want to keep asking questions. Just tell me what, how do you see, I know that you, you know, this is very personal for you too. Is there anything you could say about just what it's like for somebody with that trait to be in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, so as an empath myself, I had quite a journey with understanding that ability, figuring out how to deal with all the energies that were coming at me, and ultimately figuring out how to clear the energy better, how to understand other people's energy, and how to use it for healing at the same time, maintaining my health and vitality, because if you if you don't know what to do, it can really take a toll on your health. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. I, one point in my life, I became, this was about nine years ago now, uh, maybe even, maybe even close to 10, I became rather I'd always had trouble with, with feeling tired and needing to rest and, and kind of needing time away from people, which a lot of, um, you know, introverts will have that trait. Right. And, but I got to a point where I was just feeling very lethargic and I'd gained a lot of weight and I was always just trying to figure out what was wrong with me and, you know, why I felt like this, why couldn't I be like other people? And that's when I started you know, started kind of doing some more exploration around, around the issue and what was, you know, what was happening with me. And I just thought there was something wrong with me. And the first, uh, first person I found was a, a hypnotherapist who talked about that. I think I saw just like a little poster somewhere and it was about like how people can, take on entities and that entities can be robbing you of your energy and I had always been interested in hypnosis and sounded fascinating so I went to see him and and just had one session with him and he talked about how I did have these entities and um we did some release work on that so that was kind of my first first step and I had been doing a lot of, a lot of like spiritual work and meditation and tons of, of reading on spiritual work. So, so none of that really had helped me or helped me understand this. Mm-hmm. However, talking to him was very helpful. And, and then I had another person, my dear friend, Ava Corsa, who she also talked to me about entities and how I was picking them up 
um, and it turned out I had I had been working at a place that had formerly been an Indian school. And so this and I the other thing I would do um, is there was a veterans cemetery that was right next to the school. And when I would at lunch, I would go on walks in the cemetery. And what what she saw in me when when we um, she did some healing sessions with me was that there were like these little entities of um, lost kind of lost children attached to me. And they were she said that they were attracted to my my nurturing kind of loving energy and and they were actually attached to me. But what happens when an entity is attached to you is it's actually. Well, it's, it's, it's really like living off your life force. Right. So that can, that can make you feel very fatigued. Right. And so, so what we did at that point was we just uh, helped the little entities on to um, just send them off to the light. And we had to, I remember kind of feeling bad for them, feeling kind of sorry for them. And since then, I've definitely seen some like dark entities that maybe I don't really feel sorry for, but, but these were, were just little children. And so I definitely had some empathy for them you know and and but we helped them see that it'd be okay to be sent off to the light and and that definitely was the beginning of me feeling better mm-hmm. and then i continued to uh, kind of be excited about you know this work with energy and and was told quite a bit that i have the I have abilities to um, to heal and I have abilities to, to sense what's going on with people myself. And I attended workshops with um, a lady whose name is, just goes by the name of Rosemary here in Colorado. And I started, she goes by Rosemary, the Celtic lady. And I started... Um, going to her workshops and that's where I learned about clearing energy and it's like I remember like the first one I went to I just like cleared so much and all we were doing is clearing 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 and I just remember feeling like oh my gosh like we're doing so many things but I feel like so much vitality and energy and and feel so much healthier and it felt really good Mm -hmm. so so that was great you know and and I just started getting like very um, passionate about you know learning all I could about clearing my energy and being in vitality and I actually lost 32 pounds I mean it was pretty amazing I lost 32 pounds and really like the only um, diet change I made at that point was to stop eating I ate a lot of pasta back then so I stopped eating pasta which was recommended to me as not being like that was kind of making me sluggish and then I also did these um the energy clearing work that I do now. And, and I just started doing all that and just getting into so much energy and vitality. And, um, and I had to, and it had a lot to do with water and water is, is an element that really resonates mm-hmm. with me. And mm-hmm. so I was uh, doing a lot of clearing with water and water is the most powerful element after light, as far as clearing goes. Mm. So it's definitely very powerful and, and pretty easy to use where you can uh, do a lot of clearing of energies with water. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of my journey. And now I'm, I'm helping others learn other empaths learn how they can 
clear their energy and how they can really be thriving instead of right. tired, heavy, and lethargic. Right, right. Really fascinating. Um, so I can hear that it's, it's a vital skill for an empath to know how to clear their energy because uh, they absorb more. Um, and that can even go so far as to have entities that attach to you, possibly like what you experienced. But even without that, this need to always be releasing and cleansing is important. Um, mm -hmm. What else do you see about <clears throat> kind of the, from a broader perspective, what is, what's the role in the world for somebody mm -hmm. with this? Uh, like this kind of nature, you know, like what do mm -hmm. you see it as uh, something that's necessary for the, the rest of humanity? You know, is there a, is there a higher purpose to you know, the life of an empath that you see? Well, yeah. I definitely see empaths as being really crucial to, I, I think if we didn't have empaths on the planet you know we would have perished long ago <laughs> or killed each other all off mm -hmm. and empaths have a vital vital role yeah and even if they're not aware of being an empath because like as you're passing through the world as you're like flying on an airplane as you're just going to different places and different groups you are actually shifting the energy of the space and you are Unfortunately, often if you're not aware, um, or even when you are aware, I mean, you, you may be very much taking on other people's energy, which you then need to clear or you will get sick. Mm -hmm. And so this is really helping others, you know, maintain their health. Um, I think really ultimately that's not the ideal. I think the ideal would be for everybody to be taking care of their own energy so that the empaths don't have so much cleanup work to do because it is so hard on them. Uh -huh. And I see really myself as being like the kidneys and the, and the liver of the world and other empaths. So we're doing some, you know, it's not very glamorous, mm -hmm. but it's like some, and you don't often get acknowledged mm -hmm. for it as just your, existence you're doing so much cleanup work so you're saying that that some of what you're absorbing from others and releasing is benefiting them kind of oh yeah indirectly yeah. Well, well directly. directly but without uh They're, they may yeah, not they necessarily have any idea right. mm -hmm. yeah and i'm not um i mean of course when i'm actually working with a, a client i or helping a, a a friend or colleague, you know, then that's on purpose. Mm -hmm. But when it's um, just me going, you know, go, flying somewhere across country or, or just being at a event, you know, I'm not necessarily wanting to do this. And I'm still, I'm still, there's a lot of progress I've made in when I'm very much grounded and and my energy is really radiating out then that doesn't happen mm -hmm. and when i'm when i'm focused however sometimes if i'm tired or feeling you know not didn't really kind of put my energy on mm -hmm. <laughs> so to speak um you know that's when i end up taking on energies and also like when you spend a lot of time with people like in your family you know you will you will be processing a lot of stuff for them right. And so that's, so it's actually would be 
extremely helpful if members of the family um, understanding there's an empath among them and there may be more than one, but <clears throat> learn to clear learn to continuously clear their own energy so it's mm-hmm. not so much work mm-hmm. for for that person that's and sometimes you know I definitely like feel like I do it for people at a distance when I have a special soul connection with someone I that does happen at a distance as well so it's not always um the proximity is not necessary even you know which that sounds of course very um metaphysical esoterical kind of stuff but yeah but you know in the in the in the world of healing and energy work and shamanism that's that's just an accepted fact you know that sure so that doesn't sound so strange to me right um so you know i i also think about how the empath in a family, especially if they're the only one, is also often the identified patient, you know, like they're the one who mm-hmm. feels the pain in the family mm-hmm. the most and and suffers mm-hmm. the, outwardly at least the most from it sometimes right. and can look like the one who's got the problem. Like the, yeah, like the liver of an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and I think that's an unfortunate thing in our society that often happens when there isn't an awareness of this kind of thing uh, is that then that that child becomes sort of labeled as having issues when really they're just they're just the one who's showing what's going on in the family right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah definitely I think that's something where if the whole family was clearing their energy you know, that would be so helpful to that, Mm -hmm. that empath, you know, Mm -hmm. and rather than, and I think this is where, you know, work with family systems comes into play too, is like understanding that just because, you know, one person is acting out doesn't, or suffering in some way that it's really like the whole system that needs to be looked at. Yeah, for sure. And even something as simple as just, uh, communicating better you know in the family you know the things that are not being talked about I think often get uh sort of shoved off onto the most sensitive person in the family and then they feel all of it but there's no words for it because nobody's talking about things Mm -hmm. that's right yeah so maybe I know we don't have a long time so I I think it's really it would be valuable if you could say a little more about self-care, you know, some, maybe a few mm-hmm. specific ideas of, of ways to handle that sure. and release things. When, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of like empaths have to try a lot harder than other people. And that can sometimes be frustrating. It's like, why can't I just be like everybody else and do what everybody else is doing? But I have found now that I really um, have to pretty much avoid alcohol or I pay a a significant price the next day, just just feeling terrible. So I've noticed I have to also just paying attention to like what foods work for you. Um, I have been eating vegetarian now for a while. Uh, because I've noticed that meat is just not agreeing with me anymore. Um, so I've even fish, I've stopped eating. Um, so that's something I just pay attention, like just be tuned into yourself and pay attention to um, uh, 
to what's going on. And I'm trying to eat really like wonderful plant-based foods. Um, I've been eating the, the Purium products, which I really enjoy. I find that they're very soothing to my body. And so I've been using the, the, the green shakes, you know, I just love like the green food and fruit. So that's been very important. Um, being in nature, you know, all those wonderful things like grounding yourself by walking on the earth, you know, doing earthing right. where you're actually putting your bare feet on the earth, um, forest bathing, you know, just like being out there um, in nature, looking at flowers. Also, I really pay attention to what music I listen mm -hmm. to. I pay attention to the vibration of music. Uh, lately, I've been really drawn to listening to classical music, uh, such as Grieg, uh, has a very high vibration. Um, I do not watch any violence on TV. People have actually had a question about that recently and from uh, someone in the empath group I'm in. And um, yeah, no, they're, they're asking me, how can I watch violence on TV as an empath? Mm. Like, you just Don't. can't. <laughs> like, there's no... <laughs> you have to like numb yourself mm -hmm. out or something mm -hmm. <laughs> it affects you you right. know and that's good i mean it's actually mm -hmm. abnormal that people are not being affected by yes. it so. i think that's true for for pretty much everyone um really but i think especially for people that are more on the empathic side that uh, even they i think can become desensitized to violent tv eventually but but at their peril because then they're yeah they're having to really lock down what's really their their gift and their sensitivity mm -hmm. and once they i think purify more uh and then go back to that and watch something violent it's it becomes extremely harsh to them and they can really feel what a, yeah what an effect it has on them definitely you know and i i have to you know just when i plan what i'm doing i have to have plenty of time to rest and be inside and be quiet um so I have to balance, you know, how much time I spend with people outside the home or interacting with people. I really cherish my quiet alone time. I just love that. Um, it's very precious to me. Uh, as far as other things, I mean, I, I've always had the, well, not always, but for a long, long time, I've had a meditation practice. And I think that always is just a, a wonderful way to start your day. And I know you do that as well. So I think that's super important. Uh, it gives you like a great start and you know paying attention to who you're with and I think maybe this will be for another segment where we really talk about you know how how to interact with people when you're an empath but I think paying attention to you know how, how am I affected by this and what's right. going on and a great question to ask yourself is is this my stuff yes that's a question I I uh I use that one a lot for myself and and when I'm advising anyone, actually, I think it's so important, whether you're an empath or not, but I'm sure even much more so if you are an empath, is this my stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because just asking the question um, brings you to a, a, a higher awareness and it can help you to let go of what's not yours, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that or would you, is there another step to it? Yeah, no, I would agree to, with that. Yeah, just I, well, yeah, there's more steps. I mean, but identification is definitely a key. I mean, I would identify and then what I would do is the simplest thing to do would be, um, 
you know, just kind of maybe place your hand on where you're feeling mm-hmm. the pain and then just like breathe it out yeah. and just say, I'm, I'm, this isn't, and then actually you could say, this is not my stuff and I'm letting it go and breathe it out and just think of breathing it I out. I usually just tell people to put their hand on their heart. Do you think that that mm-hmm. is usually a good thing to do or do you, do you see other ways to- yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll put on my heart just in general, or, you know, if I feel the pain in my neck, for example, I will put uh-huh. my hand on my neck, you know, and just say, this is not my stuff, and then just breathe it out. And there's more techniques that can be utilized. I'm actually having a workshop um, this Tuesday, June 12th, where I'm going to be talking about some self-care for empaths and really be demonstrating some of these tools. Uh-huh. Is that, is that so, in Boulder? It's in yeah. Boulder, Colorado. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- and you can find it on my meetup. Great. So, well, so if someone is local and they wanted to find that, they would just go to meetup and look up your name. Yeah. And uh, it's um, mindfulness and mental wellness for entrepreneurs with Dr. Eva is my meetup. Okay, great. Well, that sounds very valuable. I hope people will take advantage of that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really nice, um, calm environment of some lovely empaths, and I'm really looking forward so to it. You're going to get more into some specific releasing techniques and that sort of thing. Yes, ones that I really have to demonstrate that are a little bit difficult to explain mm-hmm. verbally. So, yeah, excellent. Well, is there anything more to say for this segment? Or should we uh, continue that in another? Yeah, I think we should continue. This is a really interesting discussion. I think uh, talking about more the uh, interpersonal relationships and what happens in the exchange of energies between people would be, I think, what we're talking about next time. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Really good. Good discussion. Great. Well, I thank you again for your time. As always. Thank you, Ben. And I uh, will talk to you soon. All right. Sounds okay. great. Take, Take care. care. Bye-bye. Bye.